Welcome to Edge of the Rabbit Hole in our March 28th, 2017 episode, Disrespected by Ghost Adventures. Welcome to another episode of Edge of the Rabbit Hole. I am Mike Ricksecker, and with me as always is Vanessa Hogel. I hope everybody's having a uh, good evening. I know there's a, uh, a lot of people out here tonight wondering what in the world is going on. And so, um, you know, we'll just we'll, we'll dive right into it because I know everybody is wondering. Um, our chat shenanigator, Shauna, um, she's not in the chat room already, should be out there uh, pretty soon. And uh, she will keep you very entertained out there in the chat. Uh, we love our Shauna, of course. Um, <laughs> So, um, yeah, so basically, you know, here, here's what happened. Everybody's been kind of, uh, you know, wondering what happened with, uh, with Ghost Adventures this past weekend. Um, everybody's been throwing me all kinds of uh, support. It's just been a uh, massive outpouring. So, I mean, there's so many people that, that I could think um, was not asked for at all. You guys just threw it at me. So, um, really appreciate that. And so, uh, for those of you that are, um, you know, kind of new or don't know the whole story and basically this is kind of why we're talking about this tonight is because there's so many people that were just asking me okay what's going on and instead of typing it to everybody we'll just talk about it right here um, so back in November um, I was contacted over Twitter by uh, Jeff Belanger uh, about the uh, about the Stone Lion Inn and if um, I would be interested in um, Going out there to uh, the Stone Lion and uh, doing a uh, an episode of Ghost Adventures, and of course I was you know very happy to the Stone Lion Inn. For those of you that uh, have been following me, um, you know that I always talk about it as my most favorite haunted house. That I call it the epitome of a haunted house. You, you know, you walk up to it, you can just look at it and go, yeah, that's a haunted house. You know, you go inside, you know, floors are creaking, you hear footsteps all the time, doors are opening and closing. I constantly repeat this all the time on, like, any radio show I've ever been on or interview or what have you. Um, and I've done a couple of videos and I, here on YouTube, and that's how, uh, that's how Jeff found me. And so, um, for those of you that don't know, I live out in Ohio. I am not in Oklahoma. I did live out in Oklahoma uh, years ago when um, when I wrote about it. Uh, I, I covered the Stone Lion Inn in my book, uh, Ghosts and Legends of Oklahoma. We investigated that house a number of times. This was before um, the Society of the Haunted Days. This is when uh, we were OKPRI. And um, you know, we ended up splitting off from OKPRI in 2011 for Society of the Haunted. Um, but you know, we investigated that place a number of times, and so, boom, yeah, I'd, I'd love to go back out to the Stone Line at Favorite Haunted House, sure, um, but I'm in Ohio, and so that was a, uh, it's 18 hours one way, um, so it's a 36-hour round trip, um, of course, it's, uh, you know, big fuel cost, um, hotel cost, food cost, um, you know, I had to get oil change because it's over 2,000 miles, and I was contracting at the time um, for work. So that means I was uh, working hourly, which means I, I taking off work. I took a big loss in pay, um, but I was, you know, willing to do it. Uh, you know, it's like I said, 
my favorite haunted house. So I did all this. Everything seemed fine. Um, yeah, it was, the videos are out there about our experience there. Vanessa uh, was there as well. She came for uh, support of me um, after the um, after the filming night, which, like I said, everything seemed to go pretty well. Um, I was contacted uh, three additional times after that for more information about the house for um, you know some media. So I, I provided a, a couple of photos, and um, yeah, so everything seemed to be going pretty well. Um, and then come showtime, I wasn't there. Now I'm not. I want to make this clear. I am not complaining about getting cut from the show. I completely understand the uh, creative liberty that a show has. It's their show. You know, they can do what they want with it. If they want to cut me out, fine. They cut me out. But the problem I have is that after making that massive trip and that financial sacrifice to go out there for that, somebody, somebody should have given a professional courtesy to at least tell me about it. To at least say, hey, you know, really appreciate you coming out but we decided to take the story in a different direction with this show, and so, sorry, you know, you, you've been cut. It happens, you know. Um, it, it, it's part of show business, you know, and I'm not out there to be on TV. Uh, I've been on TV a couple times before, so I've been there, done that. Um, it's not what I'm seeking. I just, I love the stone line, and my experience could help them uh, tell their story. Awesome. Um, but at that kind of sacrifice, please, by all means, Give a professional courtesy to tell them. And so, really, I did not get humiliated over it. Uh, I was very disappointed. But it does, doing something like that to somebody, does set them up for that. Um, and so that's why you would usually give that professional courtesy. Uh, a couple things I want to share before I, I'm going to reel Vanessa in. And um, I know that uh, oh, there's I see Shauna now in the chat. We'll get to the chat here in a little bit. A couple of things I do want to share. Um... This first one is from, and I can't use names. They've, they've asked not for names to be used, and I completely understand because of different connections and what have you. Um, but it is a uh, message I received from somebody who um, owns a pretty uh, well-known paranormal location that shows have been done at. Um, and they were talking uh, on the phone the other day with somebody who's been on the shows for many, many years. Um, and... You know, he just said that uh, I'm really surprised they didn't pass that on to you, that I was getting cut. Um, I was talking to, can't say the name, on the phone just a bit ago and mentioned that I thought that was what happened, that you know, I'd gotten cut because he didn't understand the whole situation. Um, this person said um, that they would always make sure to tell people well in advance um, and if they, had to do something, if they had to do something like that during editing and felt awful for me. So, yeah, that's just somebody who's been involved in um, other shows, um, quite a few of them, that, you know, their perspective on that, um, and been doing it for many years. So, the other thing I wanted to share is the, uh, uh, the email that I sent the executive producer, or not, not the executive producer, the executive producer is Zach, uh, the associate producer, one of them, I guess, uh, Ian Jacobs, who I had been in contact with a couple times after the show. Um, he was looking for a photograph that uh, I had talked about, the white wisp that I've caught there, and um, 
for the uh, newspaper clipping that they did actually show during the show um, of the uh, of the Houghton family uh, from the mid uh, 19-teens. So this is the the letter that I sent. Uh, Dear Mr. Jacobs. While I appreciated the opportunity to film with Ghost Adventures at the Stone Lion Inn back in November to share my experiences there, I was extremely disappointed that I wasn't informed that my part had been completely cut out of the episode. While I understand that the producers of Ghost Adventures naturally have full creative liberty over their show, it would have been simple professional courtesy to inform me that my contribution was going to be eliminated, especially considering the expense and how far I had to travel to get there at the show's request. Keep that in mind. They've requested me to be on the show. I didn't hound them to get on it. I didn't even know they were filming at the Stone Lion Inn. It was just out of the blue message from Jeff on my Twitter inbox. Um, while one of your crew, people have asked about money, while one of your crew was kind enough to float me $200 under the table for my expenses, that did happen, and that did nearly cover the $218 that it cost me in gas, it certainly didn't cover the additional $40 oil change for the 2,000-mile round trip, the $204 in hotel expenses, nor even come close to the $990 in lost pay since I was contracting at the time and had to take off from work in Ohio for the midweek interview in Oklahoma. Yeah, this was not over a weekend. It's middle of the week. Becky does her uh, murder mystery dinner theaters over the weekend, so it has to be midweek. Um, However, even at that loss, I would not be upset if someone had issued to me a simple professional courtesy that the show had taken a different creative direction with the story. Understand, there were three follow-ups with me regarding the Stone Lion Inn. One from a crew member on hand for the investigation the night following my interview, and twice by you looking for additional media, one of which was actually used, the 1916 newspaper clipping of the Houghton family. The other being the photo of the white wisp I captured near the bureau in the entrance hall. Thus, I was under full impression that some part of my interview was going to be used. No one had informed me otherwise. Friends and colleagues coordinated a viewing party for me, and scores of the thousands I'm connected with in the paranormal community that don't usually watch ghost adventures decided to tune in simply because I was supposed to have a quick spot. Um, they have now all been completely alienated from the show. There are even some that had been fans of the show that were happy I was going to have a small part in it and have now sworn off Ghost Adventures because of their disappointment. That's true. This disappointment, of course, could have been alleviated by a little professionalism. There's still a final gasp. I did shoot for the moon here, of course. Um, there's, there's still a final gasp for some sort of professionalism in this matter, and that could be in some form of uh, additional compensation for the expenses and loss in pay that I incurred traveling out to Oklahoma at the show's request, and or a public apology. I implore you to make some right out of this wrong. Sincerely, Mike Ricksecker. And again, that was to uh, associate producer Ian Jacobs. Uh, of course, no response, and I don't expect one. So that very long-winded version is the story. You know, that, that's essentially what happened is, um, you know, they just simply didn't tell me I was going to be cut in... Of course, you guys have seen everything. And again, I do want to appreciate everybody's uh, support um, that they've been throwing my way. Um, it, it's been absolutely appreciated. Um, you know, I wasn't expecting all of it. And, you know, I just, it, it's really humbling to me, um, you know, what everybody's been saying. So, 
Vanessa, I'll open up to you because I've been <laughs> rambling on here for quite a while. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I know y'all expect me to be a complete bitch because, you know what, the night that it all happened, I was. And I don't take one single word of it back. Um, Mike is absolutely right when it comes to the professional courtesy part. And I have an example for you. I'm going to give it to you here uh, for those who aren't aware of how these shows work. Years ago, you've heard me talk about when I was on, uh, when I was asked to do a show for Animal Planet. And the uh, episode was Leave Now or Die. And this was actually before Mike became part of OKPRI. Uh, I was brought out there to um, do investigations, and then when they were contacted by Animal Planet, I was asked to come out again because of my readings for those location, for that location. Put up in a nice hotel by Animal Planet. Food bought. They fed me, me, you know, Animal Planet. Um, took care of us wonderful. Um, the person who uh, who ran OKPRI um, took my image out <laughs> and used my reading. <laughs> um, that is on, on that person and not on Animal Planet because they took care of the people that they expected to travel to get out to this location. Now, I ask you, that show was in its infancy. It was nowhere near as well known at that point in time as Ghost Adventures is now. My question is, why the same courtesy wasn't applied to Mike? Now, this is what I want to ask y'all. There have been tweets out there, and although this person, I'm sure, had the best intentions because they're fans of this particular show, um, they asked why, why wasn't he just honored to be asked? This is my question to y'all, and this is what I want y'all to think about, every last one of you. Why is that an honor to be approached, invited, sought after to come out to a place and then disregarded without even a decent level of compensation or acknowledgement? Why should anybody, Mike, myself, or any one of y'all in the chat room, just be honored to have your time taken that way without any acknowledgement at all? Yeah, and I do want to thank all those that are that are in the chat room. There's a lot of people out there, and uh, it's going by pretty fast. But um, and I want to thank you all. I'll, I'll, I'll show you guys here real quick, and it'll pop up, and then pop up. Oh, there we go. There's everybody. Okay, hello everybody. Hey y'all. <laughs> that's why I have to. Vanessa doesn't ever see it, but that's the little chat screen. I don't screen. get to see it. But I really want to know um, yeah, that. so, and you bring up a good point, because there has been a little bit of that. Um, and that person out there on, on Twitter, um, I'm sure she was well. being very cordial about it, um, mm -hmm. or as cordial as she could be. And, but you could tell she was definitely a fangirl, um, and, you know, she was using a lot of, um, you know, it was like all about Zach, you know, and, um, you know, um, you know, he's very busy and, you know, he's doing this and he's doing that. And it's like, this, this isn't specifically about Zach. Um, and I know a lot of people, you know, want to bash Zach because he is the executive producer of the show. So it's, at some point, it's his final say. And we don't know the way it went down. 
Uh, really, I mean, he they could have been in the middle of editing and decided, you know, that, well, we're going to nix the whole thing uh, with Mike. And he could turn around and said, hey, somebody needs to tell him. And nobody did. We don't know because uh, we weren't in the room. Um, okay. Wow. But nobody did is, is kind of the thing. Um, and I do want to throw out there, you know, there were some times, um, you know, throughout the episode where, um, you know, I was throwing some different tweets out there. Um, and some of them, you know, did have Zach tagged in it. I know Linz was out there uh, tweeting and uh, tagging Zach. One of them was specifically uh, asking, you know, when I was going to be on there. Um, and it was during uh, the, the part when they were showing Michelle. And um, I had responded back also again you know, keeping Zach in on the whole thing, just saying, well, Michelle was before my interview, so, you know, just wait. Yeah, and, you know, of course, he didn't slip a little, oh, hey, by the way, nothing like that, uh, after the show, uh, because this is the way that I, you know, had previously communicated uh, on there, um, aside from me and Jacobs, was through Twitter. Um, I did, you know, put out on there uh, to Zach and Jeff, which I don't blame Jeff at all. He's not in the creative process at all, other than the research stuff at the beginning. Um, just, hey, wow, disappointed. And it, but again, no response whatsoever. Um, and it was a good, you know, hour, hour and a half until I did my little, you know, Facebook, hey, disappointed in that. Um, so, so nobody had ever said anything. Um, even when it was kind of obvious that, you know, I was under the impression it was happening, you know, and even leading up to the show, um, you know, everybody um, was, you know, posting, tweeting, you know, you know, Facebooking about it, whatever, um, you know, about the show, tagging me and them in it. So I'm pretty sure at some point they knew. Um, so. Well, and let's, 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 let's address something here real quick, because I know there's also been a couple of people, I'm not going to name names, but I know who you are, <laughs> don't act like I don't, um, who uh, have, you know, implied, I'm going to use that, um, have implied, you know, that you were just in it for like, we said earlier, the 15 minutes or whatever, or that, you know, maybe we're just bitching about it right now, trying to get our 15 minutes. Um, little known fact... Mike can verify this, as can the owner of the Stone Lion Inn. While we were there, and again, I was only there for Mike, because I think we all know how I feel about those shows. I'm not a fan, don't even have regular TV, haven't for years, y'all know that, okay? Um, I, I, I think most of them are crap. Um, but I was asked by Becky, who owns the Stone Lion Inn, um, how I knew Mike. And we got to talking, and I told her that I had read for the place before, a couple of times, I think. And back before Mike was with the last group, and after, I want to say after, if I'm correct on that, Mike. Yeah. And um, she just just got real excited and said, oh, let's tell them. They need to interview you. I turned it down. Is it true? <laughs> I turned it down. Because I ain't about that. So yeah, yeah. Um, Vanessa wasn't it, trying to get in there on the show or anything. So no, no, no not for love or money. Thank you very much. No, and, and like I said, you know, before I've already been on a couple of shows. I've been on the Haunted. I've been on um, my Ghost Story. Um, uh, you know, and those were both you know interesting experiences. And I got to see like with my Ghost Story how you know we can maybe we'll get into it later. How you know paranormal shows will try to you know 
twist the story uh, with the way that they were questioning me and they were trying to get out of me something that wasn't my experience but um, something that Logan Corelli had experienced and I wasn't going to go there and they were trying to get me to say it and I was like, nope. And so they ended up mixing that whole part, that whole section they were going to show. Um, but, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's, you know, like that, that girl was trying to say something about, um, about time. Um, about, well, you know, he, he's real busy and, um, you know, he, you know, you don't know how much time goes into putting a, you know, 40-minute show. And it's like, um, well, you know, maybe I don't know the amount of time it, it takes to work on, on Ghost Adventures. And I don't know Zach's day. And, Vanessa, you had actually sent me something earlier for a different reason um, about, I guess, Zach earlier in response to somebody today. Um had said that, you know, I guess it was asking about his typical day, and he said, you know, he gets up and works out and goes for a walk and goes to the, you know, takes a walk through the location, and it's like, wow, I, I wish I had that kind of time. Um, you know, because, <laughs> my, my, <laughs> really, because I don't. I, I would love to be able to work out and, and get rid of some of this belly fat that I have that's driving me nuts, um, because, you know, busy. <laughs> and Shauna in the chat room can attest to this. She's been trying to get me to get more sleep. And to me, it's like, I, I can't. I'm doing all this stuff. Um, you know, 10 of the next 13 weekends, I'm traveling, have booked, have something going on. Okay, 10 of the next 13. Um, I do two shows a week. This one and Enigma Underground Radio on Thursdays. And that one's a two-hour show. Not to mention, I have to get everything ready for the shows after, even though they're automated. Um, my weekdays, my week, my weekday nights are completely like editing video. You guys know that I have a crap ton of videos, almost 300 out here now. Um, and the amount of time it takes to edit those, you know, about triple it at least for the length that they are, at least. Um, and some of them are like, you know, half hour, hour long. Um, you know, the, the ones that are tripled are like the shorter ones, the ones that are longer, yeah, four or five times as much. It takes so much work and effort to get those together. I'm an author, I'm a writer, um, so I got a lot of writing to do. Um, I have to take care of the websites and all that stuff. I'm, you People that you know, are connected to me, you see all the you know posts that I make on Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff. Um, you know, I, I have a publishing company, so I'm editing for people that, so, Submit to us. I'm also uh, working on social media for them. Um, oh, and by the way, did I mention I have a full-time job? So I basically get up in the morning, go to work, come home, work on all that stuff. If I have a show that night, then I'm doing the show for the night. And then on the weekend, I'm usually traveling somewhere. So I, I don't know where I have all this time to just spend 36 hours there and back. That's actually very, very valuable time to me. Um, you know, oh, so. yeah. Well, okay. I'm going <laughs> to toss my two cents Go in there. Okay, my next day off, true story, is April 8th. That's, that's kind of like Shauna. Yeah. 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 That's my next day off for my job. I am also a commissioned artist, an author, a mother, <laughs> you know, and I do our show once a week. I've got an upcoming one with Maureen. I do another one for Space Out Radio, so I mean, a little busy, you know? And this brings up a very good point, Mike, because of what you do and what so many other teams out there do. I'm going to give a shout-out 
to some people I know real quick who bust their butts out here in this field and don't get anywhere near the recognition they deserve, okay? Um, we're going to go ahead and go with uh, Detroit Paranormal Expeditions. Guys, rock, okay? Watch their videos on YouTube. Got Southern Ghost Society out of London. If y'all have never seen their stuff, I've read for them before, amazing. If you want to see real paranormal evidence. NP Paranormal, you know I love them. They're my family. Everything's live. Everything's live when they investigate. Got Ectovision. Watch them. Watch real paranormal stuff, guys. Got Beyond Perception Investigators. My soul sister, Gwen Clapper. Got Scott Latia. I've got Lee Ehrlich. I have Lost Souls Investigations. All these people, Phillips Paranormal out of Ireland, that I deal with regularly, done some readings for them. They get out there and they work. And, oh, by the way, most of these people got regular jobs too, y'all. These are the ones you should be watching. These are the people who are actually putting the time in and coming by it honestly. It's not based on, on the almighty dollar. They're doing this because they love it. Oh, Greg Graham, hey, brother. You're on here too, honey. Um, Nikki, when she gets a chance to get out there and investigate, she rocks it, okay? That's what I'm saying. Start, I mean, I understand that all of these shows have a fan following. I, I get that. And that's wonderful for entertainment purposes. But the only way we're going to make a change in the way this field is viewed and the way people are treated is if we start showing the respect to the people who are earning it. For the love of whatever deity you pray to, please try that. And, of course, we got my buddy Mike here in Charlotte. <laughs> in case they go. I ain't leaving y'all out. I ain't even giving myself credit. I want you to give it to these people. Yeah. The people who earn it. Well, yeah, and that's definitely something that, you know, we try to do here is, on Hunter Road Media is, you know, try to give everybody, um, you know, that shout out, those props, whatever. I mean, usually by now in the chat, I've shouted out everybody's name. It's just, um, there's a lot of people in chat right now. It's going by pretty quick, and I'm trying to actually <laughs> work the show. So, but yeah, I mean, we try to involve um, everybody. You know, it's 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 a very uh, concerted group effort. So, um, you, you know, when uh, when Shauna and I go out and do something together, we bring it back and you know, we put the video together, and you know, we're either you know talking about it or you know putting a video out on it, and then you guys provide all that additional feedback. Um, it becomes a very collaborative effort uh, between everybody, and so. Um, yeah, I mean, we're not trying to be, um, you know, one of those paranormal shows out there. We're doing something very different here. Um, still, you know, related to the paranormal, but, um, you know, it's not, it's not paranormal entertainment. You know, we're doing um, a, a ton of research and um, exploring, you know, really, you know, a lot of uh, experimentation. So, and, and those that have followed Hotter Road Media um, have seen how, you know, we'll go, you know, diving into the the archives and the uh, ancient records and um, yes the amount of work that we put into digging up that information and, re and you know trying to find the original truth of specific locations you know rather than just taking a couple of facts and, and running with it for you know in, in entertaining um, you know 45 minutes so um, and one thing we also do and you know where I'm going with this no I have to tell you um, is we stay true to the haunting we stay yeah. true to the haunting. 
and that is unbelievably important. To me, it is so much more important that if you're going to be doing an investigation, that you stay true to the actual evidence that you're getting. Um, having been in that house <laughs> personally, and y'all know how I roll, I, I ain't bullshitting you. Having been in that house personally an hour before the investigation was done, yeah. Oh, it's I, definitely a pretty happening house. <laughs> it's it's you know. a pretty happening house, but it's a. Uh, I'd stay the night over there. How about that? Oh, Why definitely. Stay, yeah, no, I, I, have, I have, and I have. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't stay the night in the three sixty cabin. I wouldn't. I refuse. That place scared the shit out of me. Um, I'd spend the night in Stone Line Inn. Does that coincide? What anybody saying? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I do want to throw, I do want to throw out there um, because it's been, it's been mentioned um, that in previous videos, you know, we talked about having a good time out there, and you know, we said it was a very positive thing, and really, yes, the the time that we spent out there um, was good. I, I know you got a chance to chat with Aaron for a little while. Um, I had a few words with him. You know, seems like a very cool dude. Oh, he's a great guy. Um, you know, the, the crew was, was very nice. Um, they had a, you know, they were awesome. Um, you know, and I, I spoke before about, about Zach. He was just, uh, he was being a director, you know. He was he was running around doing a, a lot of stuff. And um, he, I said before, he was very meticulous about what he was doing and the shots that he was trying to line up. Um, so he was working, you know. Um, so the, the entire time there was great. And then, you know, talking with Becky and Michelle, um, you know, awesome. It's my thing here was just, and what I had put out there originally was, I just believe there should have been some sort of uh, professional courtesy. There, there absolutely should have been. And I think we did some good with Michelle, too. I well, yeah, and you know, that whole thing with Michelle, I knew you were going to get here. <laughs> that whole thing with Michelle kind of bothered me. Um, because we spent, and mostly you, Vanessa, um, had spent some time in the kitchen uh, talking with Michelle before she went out there for an interview trying to relax her about the house. Um, and she's worked there for like 30 years. You know, she's been, you know, friends with Becky forever, has worked in the house, but has been afraid of it this whole time um, because of her uh, early experiences with it. And, um, you know, we put her at ease. <laughs> you know, she was feeling a lot better about it. You know, she was, you know, very hesitant about going in there. Um, you know, we talked to her. Vanessa really calmed her down, relaxed her. She was like, okay, you know, I feel better about the house now. And she goes out there goes through the interview and then they have her listen to that uh, EVP at the end and it was just like wow it, it, it took the wind out of my sails. I mean for one I was shocked that that kind of EVP was captured there at the Stone Line Inn because um, like I said I've investigated it a number of times before. I've never um, and, and from uh, other people that have investigated there at the Stone Line Inn that I've you know talked to uh, before they, they haven't had that kind of interaction there. I mean, we've had, sure, um, the uh, um, the drawer that was slammed shut, the uh, picture that was dropped. I don't know if you want to say it was thrown to the stairs, but it basically fell straight down, boom, crashed on the stairs. So, okay, some sort of poltergeist activity, but it wasn't, like, thrown at us. Um, you know, no EVPs ever like that. It's usually, it's just been, you know, a little girl, um, which we believe is Irene, and uh, a man in a top hat, which wasn't mentioned at all in the Ghost Adventures uh, episode. Um, 
that primarily Eight, been, been seen there. And the little girl Irene stays upstairs. Yeah, and, and a lot of people think that he's probably um, Mr. Houghton, um, the guy that built the house, um, or maybe the mortician. Yeah, because we had called Michelle down saying, you know, I mean, they they just, just, they live here. Yeah. You know, so it's okay. Sometimes they want to talk. Sometimes they want to interact. It's okay. Because, and I mean, I'm a barometer for negative activity. Trust me, I mean, um, quite a few people have seen it in action now. They, if it's there, it's going to come straight for me. That's a fact because I can't shield that shit out for some reason. Um, and, I, yeah, they've seen it. Ryan is one that just saw it. Um, nothing. Plenty of activity. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of activity at the house. nothing negative. No, I don't believe there's anything negative there. Um yeah, I mean, the, the little girl, she would play with uh, Becky's son in, in the closet on the third floor um, when they first moved into the house, you know, so, you know, the guy in the in the top hat just kind of lurks around. I mean, he's seen, you know, um, but I haven't heard any negative interactions with him. I haven't actually, you know, had an experience with the man in the top hat. I've just, I've heard stories, but none of them have really been negative. Um you know, even the story that I tell about the wave of energy, um, you know, passing through me in front, in front of the fireplace, which I will, I will say this, at the very, very beginning of the episode, when they're doing their introduction montage and showing a bunch of quick video clips, there is the one little hint that I was supposed to be on the show. There is a clip of them taking the camera into somebody in a trench coat standing by the fireplace. And so I was in a trench coat. You know, my trench coat, <laughs> everybody knows, um, the night of the interview. So they apparently set up a recreation of, of me in front of the fireplace, and it was like that. Because I go um, ahead and go on record as saying not another soul Right, there. but, but you know, that wasn't, that energy passing through me wasn't a negative experience. It was just wave of energy and then gone. So it was like something blew into the room and blew out, and that was that. Uh, but I wouldn't call it negative. No, no. It, I mean, yeah. Trust me, no. You know, and, and you know, I will say this. When we um, had first talked about um, the interview um, months ago, um, I said that Zach had asked some good questions that I hadn't really been uh, asked before in a lot of the uh, you know, radio interviews that I've been on. Because I'm always asked, okay, what's your favorite haunted location? I, um, you know, Goldenrod is you know, really up there now, but I always you know, bring up the uh, uh, Stone Lion Inn. Uh, because it is really my favorite haunted house. And so I've repeatedly have told this story, and Zach asked a couple of questions that I hadn't been asked before, like, you know, really how the energy felt. Um, and, you know, it was, it was strong. I, I didn't feel, you know, oppressed. I didn't feel, you know, negative. Um, I can't exactly remember what I said to him. <laughs> I, but uh, it was, I think I told him it was strong and, and heavy, because uh, it was. It was like, boom. You know, um, but not negative. No, no, not even a little bit. Um, but again, I, I also want to go back to something you said earlier, and I want to make this abundantly clear. Um, outside having cigarettes with the guys, um, again, Aaron, to nothing, nothing but respect for the guy, totally nice guy. Um, the, what do they call them, the gaffers or whatever it is. Yeah, the crew. Yeah, the crew. They all have different titles. Yeah, uh, great group of guys. Um, it's just how this situation was handled. 
It was completely inappropriate, and I, I, I can't I can't make that more clear. Yeah, and, and that's that's really what it comes down to. I mean, like I said, you know, earlier, and it, it seems like more people have joined. You know, it's it's not about being cut. That happens. You know, it, it it's part of you know. Uh, you know, a part of a show. You know, they decide they want to take their story a, a different direction. They decide to spend a lot of time on Ilmer McCurdy. Um, that's the story they wanted to tell. It was just a fact of everything that I had put into uh, going out there. Um, you know, the time, the time sacrifice, the distance. Uh, you know, the, the money that was involved in going out there from Ohio to Oklahoma in the middle of the week, um, and just not even getting. Any professional courtesy of just, hey, sorry, but you're not in. It's a two-minute email, and I would have been like, no, oh, that's lousy. But okay, yeah, okay, you know, they, it's their show. Yeah, and and again, addressing there will be people who say, well, that's the name of the game. That's the problem. That's the problem is that if we forget that people are people. Just yeah. because they have a show, then that's almost as if it's saying it's okay to continue to treat people as if they're irrelevant or disposable. Yeah, and, I've, yeah. and okay. like I shared, yeah. and like I shared at the very beginning, there's a, a you know at least one person that I know of that is you know involved heavily with with shows in the past um, for years, um, and I was on shows that has basically said, yeah, that. They would never have done that. That they would have, they would have let me know. It feels really bad uh, for me. So, um, yeah, it just, it's a real shame, you know, because I, I really was looking forward to this um, edge of the rabbit hole show being about, um, you know, our experiences there at the house and, and talking about um, how they interpreted um, our experiences there into the show. And instead, we're we're talking about this. Um, but ironically, I mean, it's nobody's experience that I'm aware of ever matches what was shown on the show. Well, no, <laughs> no, because even with uh, even with the haunted, um, you know, they took that. <laughs> they took saying, that, and I don't know why they did this. I still, to this day, do not know why they did this because it was less powerful the way they edited it. Um, I picked up that die EVP. Um, when Taliesin got nailed in the gut when we were doing the, uh, when Carl Johnson was doing the blessing of, uh, of her in the master bedroom, because she had come in, and so it was like, yeah, it was, I mean, that's a real powerful die, and then boom. And they instead took that die EVP out of there and put it as an EVP that we captured while we were first in get, investigating the house. And we got all kinds of EVPs while we were investigating that house. So we, you could use any number of them, and then still use that die EVP when she got nailed in the gut. So I didn't understand that editing job with that one. So I, who knows why they do what they do? Um, you know, even with this Ghost Adventures episode, uh, the the big big focus on Elmer McCurdy. Um, I mean, it's a very crazy, creepy, cool story about Elmer McCurdy. Um, it's 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 one that I cover. In my Ghosts and Legends of Oklahoma book, along with, of course, the Stone Lion Inn, um, I covered it on my uh, my vlog that I did going to uh, going to Guthrie, and even on my um, my Ghosts and Legends episode on Guthrie that I just released. 
Um, it, because it's a very cool, different, crazy story. Um, but I guess what I didn't understand was trying to make that Elmer McCurdy was haunting the Stone Lion Inn. Because <laughs> nobody has ever made that assertion whatsoever in the past. I mean, yes, there was the whole thing about, and it's really sad, um, about you know Becky for her murder mystery dinner theaters taking people out to uh, the cemetery to tell that story because it is a very very cool weird crazy story um, and then the town like you know hammering her for you know talking about you know worshiping the devil and all this stuff which she doesn't she's a very very sweet lady absolutely wonderful lady um, and she actually got them noticed she and it was actually her sister who came up with the uh, with the moniker um, but basically the uh, Guthrie is now known as the bed and breakfast capital of Oklahoma because of Becky. So even though they hammered her for it, she got the notoriety. But that's the connection. Um, and they're doing their whole, you know, trying to trying to <laughs> find Elmer at the Stone Lion. I don't know. That that was... <laughs> maybe they're just trying to be different, something that nobody's done before, I guess, with the Stone that's Lion. I, I don't know. That's the problem. Okay? Um, and again, I'm harping on it because of these shows. Um, I strongly encourage, because you're going to find it out there, people. Anytime you have any show, I don't give a shit whose it is. You have any show that goes to a location and they start talking about the haunting and, woo, apparently the F bombs being thrown everywhere and I ain't dead, so I ain't there saying it because we know how I am, okay? Yeah. Uh, anytime that happens, do me one favor. Go on YouTube <laughs> and you Google or not Google, but you know, put it in there. Put the put the location in there and find any other teams who have investigated a location and and, and watch them. Would you? <laughs> Would you do that for me, please? Um, because you're more likely to get accurate evidence that way. Yeah. <laughs> so Sorry. no, no, that's fine. Um, well, and, and I will say that you know they did find me apparently through YouTube because um, Jeff did reference my Stone Lion video. So and that was fine. That's perfectly fine. Um, you know, it's I didn't put the video out there to get noticed like that, but hey, you know, um, that works for me. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, matter of fact, go go on uh, Mike's YouTube. And watch anything about the Stone Lion Inn that predates this particular filming. Oh, um, well, that? yeah. You know, the um, the Ghosts and Legends episode that I put out there, um, you know, talked about my experiences there. It had the uh, photographs, a couple of the photographs that I took there. It had a little bit of the audio. We were not running video um, that night. None of us at that time had a, had a video camera. And we investigated that. Uh, the particular investigation that had a bunch of activity... It was back in 2010, and I mean, we investigated there before we left OKPRI, um, probably like three or four times, and the other the other times were pretty mild. You know, there wasn't a whole lot going on. It was like that one investigation, and that's kind of you know what happens at a lot of locations is, you know, and, and people who investigate on a regular basis know this that you can investigate a place you know five times and get like nothing, and all of a sudden you have that one time that boom, and so. Um, you know, this one happened to be that, that one time nobody was running video. Um, so we have, you know, some snapshots, and I had my audio that I was running, and I've kind of done um, what I do. It's kind of like my Friday Night Ghost Nights 
uh, thing is where I'm telling the story, the uh, photographs are interspersed. There's a history part of it uh, at the beginning, um, and then there's uh, you know the audio clip of when the uh, of when the uh, uh, picture uh, crashed the stairs. So, which apparently she's reframed because Lizzie Borden's back up on the wall. <laughs> um, she belongs. She yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and then the Friday Night Ghost Rites um, on the Stone Line Inn is kind of like a, it's kind of like a light version um, of that. So, you know, those are my couple on the Stone Line Inn. Um, I've been thinking here, you know, with, you know, with all the questions that have that have come out about, okay, you know, what happened there, um, you know, at, at the Stone Line, my experiences, um, I could just like put out the whole, the whole audio. I mean, it was like. I don't know, like a five or ten minute span between the time that we had the uh, the Dwarf Slam, uh, the capture of the White Wisp, which we didn't know at the time. I didn't see the White Wisp until you know reviewing later on, um, and then when we decided to split up, and I'm going up the stairs, and then you know the crash of of the uh, picture. So that was all a span of like five to ten minutes. So I thought about maybe just throwing out that whole thing, maybe just you know throwing some photos in there and see what people think. Um, you know, or even when the wave of energy uh, went through me, that was kind of earlier in the night. I was just doing a basic sweep. So. Yeah, I think you should. Um, I have something else I want to ask you about when uh, when we get off this because I don't want to say it on it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean that's that was pretty much I, I think what we wanted to cover on all of this. Um, yeah. Really trying to trying to point out to people that just because somebody has a TV show doesn't mean um, that they're any better than you. I gave a list of teams that have my full respect, and I think anybody who knows me knows I don't give that lightly. Um, if, I, if I think you're a piece of shit, I'm pretty much going to call you out on it. Um, we know, Mike. I, I don't sugarcoat. Right. Um, you well, know, start viewing each other. Well, you know, not to make stars out of each other. But if we're all in this for the right reasons, if we all actually want to better understand what is going on after after we die, I mean, let's just be blunt about it. If we want to yeah. know what's going on in the afterlife, then something tells me we need to look for the actual evidence and not something that may or may not, legally covering myself there, be trumped up for ratings. Well, okay, here's here's the difference of of what we do. You know, we, we are not going out there to try to get that one piece of evidence that's just going to wow everybody and, you know, try to have like, you know, well, look at me, I got this, you know, whatever. I mean, it's very, very cool when we get that. It really is, of course. Um, and as a paranormal investigator, you love it when you get, you know, like, you know, a, a cool, tar you know, dark shadow in your picture or maybe, you know, that white wisp that I got. Um, they're rare. Um, it was very, very cool when you get it, but that's not why we're out there. We're not out to trump ourselves up by, you know, collecting the best evidence. Um, you know, we're exploring. You know, we are, the, the world has been explored, you know, pretty much for the most part. You know, there's, there's space, um, but here on Earth where we are at, you know, the other place to explore is the other side. Um, you know, what is out there in the world that we can't see. And so... A lot of what we're doing is trying to discover those answers and putting that together 
you know, with the history and the backgrounds of these locations that correlates, you know, really does with, um, you know, the spirits that are haunting there. And if there's, um, you know, something we can discover about the way all of this works um, between the different entities that are out there, because there's many, um, you know, we've talked shadow people and all kinds of stuff on this show, and what they really are. Um, and some way that we can be a voice for, um, for those spirits, you know, maybe there's a message that they want to give. Maybe there's, um, you know, somebody that they want to connect with. We, we don't know. That, that's part of going out there. And, I mean, Vanessa, you know this, and Shauna knows this, because um, she does this too. When we go into a place, you know, we introduce ourselves. You know, we're just not barging in, um, you know, you know, just, you know, cameras away and, you know, making demands to, you know, slam stuff or hit me or whatever it is. No, we are introducing ourselves as we would going into anybody else's home if we actually saw them with our eyes. Um, you know, it's like, hi, I'm Mike. It's, you know, a pleasure to meet you. Um, you know, it's a lovely home you have here. You know, whatever. We're being nice and cordial. We have manners, you know. <laughs> you know, and that we've gotten a lot of, uh, you know, great responses just by doing that. You know, and over time, you know, sometimes you don't get that right away. Sometimes you do. Um, so it, it's really about... Um, you know, exploring and discovering this relationship between our world and the world that we can't see. And, um, you know, something that I really admire from, from Shauna, her line of questioning a lot of times is, you know, how is it that you see us? You know, because they may see us as a ghost. They may see us as some little apparition. They may not even see us. They may just hear us, sort of. You know, we don't know. Um, they may see, you know, if like we're in the Goldenrod showboat. Um, they may see the showboat as it was, you know, back in 1909, or maybe 1949, or maybe 1989, you know, at different points when it looked, because it, you know, changed its look throughout, throughout the years. So, she's always asking, how do you see us? How do you see the boat? How, you know, um, which I think is, is, uh, a very, very, you know, uh, intelligent line of questioning. Well, there's also one other thing we don't do, and... Again, anyone who knows me knows exactly how I feel about this. Not once, not one time have I been to a haunted location where I have asked anyone to tell me where the hot spots are. Well, yeah. Not once. <laughs> if it's haunted, I'm going to find it. Yeah, you'll definitely find it. And with you, Vanessa... Um, You'll find me. And, and <laughs> I know you found out about this after, or maybe you knew during it, the time, um, but you know we were when we were about to make our split there and kind of you know <laughs> we would kind of put the two of you against each other, you know, and say, okay, you're both remote viewing, but she didn't know, you didn't know. What what can you tell us about this location? <laughs> and you always were like, well, you know, if you go around the corner and over here, then this is there, and it's like, yep, she's got that right. <laughs> or even like the Bel Air house um, last year it was like yeah you walk in the door and you're up the stairs and take a right and it's down the hall and it's like yo <laughs> so, because because you don't have to yeah. now it's one thing granted I understand sometimes you know you'll have a, an interview or something with whoever owns a property and they will tell you some of their experiences but there won't be a walkthrough of the location with them pointing it out as I have seen on episodes years ago. I'm looking directly at the camera because someone 
robbed of me for not doing that on Twitter. <laughs> um, because apparently I look nervous. I ain't, I ain't nervous for no. Russia anyway for saying that. Um, but, uh, you know, there's no walkthrough like I've seen on show. You know, tell me where everything happens so I can make a beeline to those locations. For anyone who doesn't know, okay, and I'm just going to clue y'all in real quick, and I'm not an expert, but experience has proven me right on this. Go start stationary. <laughs> they move. Did you know that? Oh, they yeah. Move. Oh, yeah. True story. Hey, um, <laughs> I've kind of been eyeing the chat here because we haven't gotten to any questions from the chat yet. Awesome. Go so, and anybody can chime in, but I did notice one from Shauna. Um, let me scroll back up here. She was asking about the, uh, the EVP from Michelle. Does anyone know why uh, Zach thought the EVP was from Michelle? And then um, somebody else had chimed in saying, um, oh shoot, where was it? Um, okay, uh, yeah, Linda had said that... Um, she wasn't sure what the EVP was. Okay. In any case, the EVP was um, Michelle was talking, and the EVP was fuck him, fuck her. And we're on the internet, so I can say fuck, unlike Zach couldn't on the air. So they bleeped it out. And it, he was making, he was making a very big deal about, you know, I can't even, you know, air this, you know. And they went over a number of times, um, you know, did you know, are you the one that said this, you know, and, and all of that, which I, it was obvious she wasn't. Um, and really, to me, that's just, it, it's a television show. It's entertainment. So they're trying to dramatize the whole thing. Um, and it, they just did that over several minutes of repeatedly asking her, you know, are, are you, did you say this? Are you sure you didn't say that? You know, all of that stuff. Um, he's, and he's like, you know, because I hear this, you know, did you say that? And you know, it was kind of like a back and forth for a little while. Um, it's just, it's just no traumatizing. So many times. Yeah, and we were hearing that. We were in the kitchen. We we heard mm -hmm. all of that. So, and we did a good job. We kept our mouths shut about that because that that was spoiler material right there. Um, that was in our um, other broadcasts of it. That's what why we were saying. You know, we there's things that we haven't been able to talk about. And so one of the things was you know that we would have loved to have talked about earlier, but we couldn't. Um, was the uh, was the EVPs uh, when uh, when Michelle was up there with uh, with the recorder? So which uh, according to Twitter and I mean I obviously I, I don't need to repeat myself but I will I ain't seen the show don't care to couldn't tell you how well, I could, actually I could probably tell you the last one I saw there was and it was years ago but uh, according to Twitter that was aired just bleeped out because well yeah that, that part was aired they bleeped it out they they couldn't yeah they couldn't put the F-bombs on uh, Travel Channel. <laughs> yeah, they, well, just, they bleeped it. So, to sit there and say, I can't even put this on the air. Well, to me, that's another way of kind of drumming up a, well, sure. a he, type of response. He's, he's dramatizing uh, it. Um, and the way that went down is, you know, Michelle had done her interview. Um, just kind of give you a little behind the scenes. Michelle had done her interview, and again, she doesn't like the house, so she left. Um, Billy went out to, I guess it was a van or something that they had, and he listened to the uh, the audio, and um, then they called her back. So she was a few minutes down the road. They called her back uh, to review that with her. So it's kind of the way that, that all that all happened. Yeah. So let's see if we got um, any other. I'm sure there's some questions in here. There's a lot of chat. So 
Um, oh, okay. Something's going on with their Ask Nishano stuff. Because <laughs> we're talking. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know what else we can we can really drum up about this. I mean, it was like we said earlier. It, it wasn't about getting cut. It was just. You know the the professional courtesy that should have been rendered. Um, you know the actual filming went fine. It was a long drive out there, sure. It was a long drive back. Um, yeah, still it's a it's a great great house. So it's a wonderful house. Yeah, and I encourage anybody who has an opportunity uh, to go out there. In fact, all of Guthrie is uh, is very haunted. Um, you know, you have the Black Jail is there. You have the Santa Fe Depot. You can visit Boot Hill. It's Summit Grove Cemetery. Um, you can't get on into the Masonic Children's Home. You can you can rent it out as a event uh, venue. They do weddings and stuff there. It's Dominion House is what they call it now. Uh, Blue Bell Saloon, uh, very they cool. They won't let you investigate anymore. They won't let you investigate by lunch there. No, no, no. no uh, <laughs> Jan and I went in, and you know, they will not you investigate anymore. Across the they street, across the street is the old Capital Publishing Company, which mm -hmm. um, we almost got in there. Um, Johnny was working on it, and then I moved, and Kathy moved, and it just didn't yeah. happen. But that one's also very haunted as well. Yeah, and the Dominion House won't even talk to you. <laughs> well, no, no. Yeah. I mean, I, I walked through it the the first time I was ever out in Guthrie. I they let me walk around a little bit, but yeah, I um, think they've got a new owner, and I think that's part of it. Because um, I talked to the lady on the phone, and as soon as I even mentioned that I was an author, and I wanted to put a story about it in my book. Uh, <laughs> she, I know, right? She yeah, they probably don't like what I wrote about it. <laughs> yeah, uh, she damn near hung up on me. But, yeah. but again, just as we're closing this up, the professional courtesy, we all know that travel is part of this. We all know that. Um, I have made two trips out to Virginia um, to investigate with Beyond Perception Investigators. I've made one trip out to England to investigate with NP Paranormal. And... Both times, sure, I mean, I, I might have had to get out there, but, boy, they took care of where I was staying, um, food, everything. And these aren't TV shows, people. This is regular investigators who, yeah. said, who were basically saying, you know what, you took the time and the money to get out here to do this with us. We're going to take care of you. Um, Andrew Cox is asking, um, well, he's wondering how haunted the Marland Mansion is. Um, that's south of Ponca City, up there by the 101 Ranch. Um, what I can say about the Marland Mansion, um, was the team that I was with at the time, we were doing the 101 Ranch, and there was a small set that went to the Marland Mansion while some of us went to go check out the dilapidated uh, Miller House. And... Um, they came back saying eh, it was yeah, some mild activity there. Um, the ruins of the 101 Ranch is um, the basement of the Great White House, because that's really all that's left, um, does have some really interesting uh, EMF activity down there. You know, there's no power whatsoever at all uh, around there. Uh, but there is some interesting activity uh, down the basement of that. Um, the Miller House, uh, which is... You have to talk to the 101 Ranch Old Timers Association to get to those places. Um, but you can't really go in the Miller House because it's it's basically condemned. The floor is mostly out. Um, I kind of took a step in and then you couldn't really go any farther. 
And that was another one where it was kind of like a wave of energy kind of like got me off kilter. So um, that was about as far as we'd go and walk around the grounds. So, uh, but Marlin Mansion, yeah, mild activity. Yeah, I actually heard. haven't had the pleasure of going there yet. Um, as y'all can see from the schedules that we were talking about earlier, I wish I had time for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, my travel has to be scheduled months in advance, um, even something as simple as a couple of days to try to get somewhere. Yeah. So, as does Mike's. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm headed out all over the place. Um, you know, I try to try to get Shauna with me as much as I can. Usually that's um, Illinois stuff that, that we're doing together. I did get her out to, here to Ohio to um, do a little bit, so that was a, that was a nice treat. Um, and we also stopped off in Indiana there for a little bit. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of time to, to go out to these different places. Of course, we're investigating and researching and getting all the footage, and then it's a lot of time to put all of that stuff together, you know, to, to bring a presentation, you know. So it's, yeah. it's a lot of time, not to mention, yeah, yeah full-time jobs. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a lot of hard work. And, again, in closing for me, you know, because I can get long-winded, um, give the same attention to your local teams, to the people that you follow on Facebook and Twitter. Um, I do want to say something. Um, I, I didn't see the comment from Linz, but I saw a comment from Shauna that said, um, and now it just scrolled up. So if I can move up. We are on a 30-second delay, by the way. Um, uh, yeah, Shauna says to Linz, Mike will just use this experience as fuel to, uh, fuel to the fire and motivation to keep him moving forward. Well, that is absolutely true. Um, I posted uh, the night that that happened, the song Can't Bring Me Down. And, um, yeah, th this is not bringing me down. It is just, you know, fuel to the, to the fire of um, everything that we're doing here with Honor Road Media. And I, you know kind of summed it up earlier about what it is that we're doing here and it's just um, it, it is a big motivator to you know take what we are doing here which is a to me it's a it's a group collaborative effort of um, you know going out to these places investigating researching you know bringing the real stories to everybody and then having everybody else um, you know have a conversation about those locations and other people you know We'll, we'll throw bits and pieces at us that they have found and they have researched and, and have discovered about these locations and we incorporate all that together. You know, something I love about the format of this show, we didn't do it so much with this particular one, um, is the interaction with the chat room. You guys are having a fantastic interaction down there. We just haven't been able to keep up with it on, on uh, this particular show so much. Um, but that has all been fantastic and I feel you know, like this has really been a community. Um, you know that has that has grown, and um, exactly. I, I, I really do appreciate everybody um, who has shown support. Um, and I was trying to name off some names in um, my Mike's morning mug the other the other day, and there's just so many people I, I cannot name everybody, and I don't want to miss anybody. <laughs> it's just too many. But um, yeah, it was just my social media was completely blowing up right after that, and for the days following, and so I, I cannot express enough. Um, how thankful I am uh, to everybody for for showing that love. You know, like I said, it, it I, I take it the hardest, really humbling. Um, and I thank you for everything that you've done and have shown. Well, and I, I told you the night that it happened because you and I talked on the phone. And I said I think this is a blessing in disguise, and I'm going to stick with that judgment because it's allowed us to open up the conversation to why stars 
and I use that term very loosely, are revered for whatever reason, and the people that are actually getting out there and doing all that footwork and the hard work on their own dime and their own time don't get the same recognition. And I really want people to start doing that. And it, it opened up this conversation, and I love that. I'm sorry, but I love that. And yeah. I really do believe it was a blessing in disguise. Well, sure. <laughs> you know, I, I, I can always take a positive out of everything. You know? Absolutely. So it's... It is what it is. You know, a lot of the shows out there are, are just entertainment. I've always said that, you know, Ghost Adventures, I've always loved the first half of their show because they really, they do get into the history and background and, and stories of these locations. And what I do with that, um, just to kind of clarify, you know, I, I don't take, you know, what they're saying verbatim. Like, well, you know, that's what Ghost Adventure says, so that is, you know, the history and what happens there. No, I, I do like that they cover that because I think a lot of shows just do like five minutes of what well, this is location, boom, we're investigating. I like that they detail the experiences in, in history. Um, but I will just take that as kind of like a cue to like, hey, that place sounds interesting. Let me go check out some more information about it. And so um, it spurs me to research those locations and, and find out, hey, maybe that's a, a place worth going to as well. So, you know, that's that's kind of how I've I've taken that show over the years. So, um, you know, I, and I've always given them those props for that first half of the show. So, um, um, that's it. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's it. Um, you know, okay. And, and then what I would, because people have asked me in different interviews and whatnot. Hey, you know, what do you think of like the different shows out there? And so I've I've thrown that out there that hey, you know, that's what I think of. The first half of Ghost Adventures. Oh, the rest of it, I think, is like kind of goofy. <laughs> the the way they investigate, some of their reactions, and it's like you can tell it's just over the top for entertainment purposes, you know. Yeah, and and I'm I'm not. Maybe they're getting something. Maybe they're not. People debate that and, and go back and forth as to you know fake, real, whatever. I'm not going to get into all that um, because you can just tell the way that they are reacting to everything is. For for entertainment, you know, and you know, and that and it sells, you know. So and and that's and that's what it comes down to, you know, with the with the networks. What is selling, you know? I mean, we could sit here and you know we could we could bash a show all night, um, you know, and uh, we haven't really bashed the show really, no. um, but you know we could, but it doesn't matter. It matters to the networks. What is selling? What is making the money? And if if it's all fake um, and it's making money, they're going to put it out there. If it's all real and it's making money, they're going to put it out there. That's all the network care about is what is making the money. And Ghost Adventures is making the money, so that's th that's what it comes down to. So um, th that's that's network television for you. Yeah. Yeah. So I I understand that. Yeah. I can't help it. I know. And I know we're after nine thirty. Yes, we are. So we got to wrap it up. Um, because yeah, we're we're a bit past. So um, again, I really want to thank everybody for for the support. I know we didn't get to too much in the chat room like we usually do. Um. But you know, thank you everybody for uh, for coming out. Um, I'll go through. I'll, I'll go ahead and, and get some shout-outs uh, real quick. Um, 
Into, I'll just start scrolling up. Um, Donald Gordon, uh, thank you very much. Donald's been a great supporter. Uh, Fran Molino, um, another one. Uh, Andrew Cox, um, Shauna, of course. Um, Zoe, uh, good to see you out here again. Tammy, thank you very much. Um, Paranormal Fan 11, I, I, I'm thinking I should know exactly who that is, but I'm going to put the name right now. Um, well, beyond perception, there's Gwen, uh, Diane Hilbert. Um, there's she. She posted her ghosty in the ghosty Facebook. Yeah, we got to show ghosty. Okay, ghosty. See, <laughs> he is the Honor Road Media mascot. He has his own page now on Facebook. Go check it out. It's uh, Ghosty HRM. So Facebook.com/slash/GhostyHRM. Um, you can also find him out at HonorRoadMedia.com um, and just click on shop, and you can find Ghosty. Uh, selfie with Ghosty is the hashtag. So um, get your uh, take a selfie with Ghosty, and uh, we'll put it up there. And I just keep him in the couch right there for the show. Um, Linda Miller, thank you. Uh, Linda had a lot of great support from her. Rebecca Gardner, um, another one. May May, thank you. Uh, Tammy Sifford, uh, Paul Johnson, uh, he's been tweeting like a madman uh, ever since Saturday night, and he came out to the watch party, so uh, I want to thank Paul. Uh, who else do we have? Uh, I think I said Tammy earlier. And, yeah. Uh, there's Linz. Thank you very much, Linz, for, for all of your support. Uh, it's been absolutely wonderful. Uh, Joanne Rubino, thank you. Um, there's Linda again. Man, you guys had a really good conversation going on. Uh, <laughs> Scott Latea, uh, thank you. Yeah, he was one of the first people that uh, commented on Saturday night when I did my um, live on Facebook. And, um, you know, he was offering a lot of support saying, hey, just come back bigger and stronger. It's absolutely right. Um, so thank you, Scott. Go check out his uh, Haunted Stories channel. Um, he's got an interview with me out there. And he's got a, a lot of interviews out there with a lot of people. Jimmy Cortez, thank you very much. He's always in here. Uh, Ether Shadow, as well. Um, thank you very much. He's another one that's out here a lot. Um, Real Paranormal Activity, the podcast, another one to go check out. Uh, that is Britt. Thank you, Britt. And let's see, I did mention Diane. Carrie Parrish. Uh, Carrie was supposed to come out to the wash party and got in a uh, car accident. Uh, somebody rammed him right in the side. Um, he did get hurt. Uh, broke a couple of ribs and fractured his ankle. So send some, send some love and light his way. Uh, some positive energy. Oh, speaking of which, um, just thinking of something bad that happened. Uh, my friend Ron Stevens, he's the one that did the music for the show. Um, their family dog passed away today. Um, been with them since, you know, he was born 12 years. Um, and, you know, basically Ron's like, that's my best friend, and passed away this morning, uh, basically in Ron's arms. Um, he was looking him in the eye the whole time, and he, he passed. So send some love his way, too. Um, who else we got? Uh, Kansas Girl. I, I, you've been out here before as well. Thank you. Um, uh, Abigail Engel. Thank you. Mary Aim. E-H-M. Thank you. Uh, Samuel Hall. Thank you for coming out. And I'm starting to get up uh, a little higher there. So I'm, I've got to start missing people. So uh, I think that's about all I can really get in for now. But um, oh, and Cassandra. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, but anybody that I missed, of course, you know, 
never trying to offend anybody if um, or offend anybody if I miss you. It's just there's a lot of people that were chatting tonight. I really appreciate everybody. And so um, that's it. Um, we're going to be on again, of course, next week, 9.30 p.m. every Tuesday night here on Edge of the Rabbit Hole. Um, you know, we get at least two videos out per week. Um, check out, you know, check out the, uh, the last Ghosts and Legends, which was on uh, Guthrie, Oklahoma. A lot of great haunted locations there. And uh, stay tuned for the next um, Friday Night Ghost Race, which is not going to be um, this week. I'm going to be in uh, York, Pennsylvania, pheno uh, the Phenomenology Family Reunion, which is kind of interesting because this will be my first, uh, my first Phenomenology <laughs> <laughs> to go to the family reunion, but I'll be there for that. Uh, so if you're out there, come get a come get a ghosty. Of course, I have all the books on hand and everything. And people also need to be keeping an eye on Facebook. Uh, uh, you, Lee, and Cliff. I was just you about to get to that. <laughs> I'm reading your mind. So you are. Like you are. Yeah. Yeah. April fifteenth. If you are in the Alt, uh, Alton, Illinois area. Um, come out to It's Raining Zen. It's at Mineral Springs Mall in downtown Alton. Um, I'm going to be there with Lee Ehrlich and Chris Sutton. Um, we're doing Haunted Tomes. Uh, what was it? Haunted Tomes and Reads, I think is what it is. Well, wait, April 15th is what it is, um, is the day. Sean's going to be there as well, of course. So, um, yeah, come on down and, uh, you know, come check us out and what we got. Um, you know, Chris is pretty, he's really well known in the area. He's the, he's a local shaman. He's always telling different stories and stuff. Lee's a, uh, a great explorer. We, I call him a paranormal explorer because that's really what he does. And then, of course, I've got all my books. So, uh, Lee does have his new book too, Master of the Abyss. So, he'll be there with that as well. So, um, and one last thing. Yeah. Uh, for people who follow me on, uh, mostly Facebook is where I really put oh. the majority of it out. Lynn Bowling, uh, thank you. She huh? just showed Lynn Bowling, I just saw her in the chat, and uh, Kara Taylor, thank you. <laughs> they just showed up in the chat, so I'm like, I want to make sure. Yeah, and um, everybody who has been supporting me on the uh, on the new book, Walking with Ghosts, um, we all know I scrapped it, okay? Um, and I am actually doing something, same title, that is um, it's very hard for me and it's very frightening. Um, I am pretty much jumping down the edge of the rabbit hole with the book, my... Um, so it should be out. I, I should have it finished in less than a month, and it will be to Mike. And so Mike, start planning on that. Yep. We got to get it out. All right. Um, well, Gash is one that she's wanting to put out there too. So I'm gonna be working on two at the same time. Hey, Yara. Um, That's editing, by the way. That's not the stuff that I'm working on myself. <laughs> in addition. Exactly. Um, so just be kind when it comes out. Um, oh, yeah. I'm not certifiable. But we're actually going to get into what it uh, actually means to walk with ghosts yep. every day of the life. So, uh, Michelle Hamilton, thank you for coming out. Um, I want to bring Michelle on the uh, show one of these days. She's got her book, um, Spiritualism in the Lincoln White House. Uh, that yeah. would be a very, very interesting show. That would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. So I want to, <laughs> I want to get Michelle out here one of these days. Yes. So, and Paul is telling me that Adam Tillery was out here as well. So, um, I'm sorry if I missed Adam. Um, so, he's a fantastic artist. We're going to have more Time Chandler Chronicles coming up here very soon. He's in the process of getting married, so giving him some slack. Um, yeah, let him a little breathing room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, Josh Spence, thank you. All right. Well, that's it. <laughs>
I'm going to give shout-outs for the rest of the night if we do this. So, um, again, thank you, everybody, for, uh, for showing up, for uh, all the support over the past few days, and for your continued support moving on. Um, this, is, uh, this, is, this is all of us. You know, this is not just about me, not just about um, Vanessa or Shauna or any of us individually. Um, we're all a team, and you're a part of that team. So, um, you know, the hashtags, I, I don't know how many are in here tonight connected me on Twitter. I do use the Team HRM hashtag from time to time. We're using Selfie with Ghosty right now. I know we've had some other ones. Um, and Shauna's had a few. <laughs> um, I, I still love mine. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and then uh, Vanessa's as well. So, um, yeah, so in any case, everybody have a good night. Thank you for all the support. And until next time.